Good evening. This is Patrick Stewart, and you're listening to Trackmate. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trekmate podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack all hands battle stations. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trackmate. Uh, I'm Jude. And I'm Wayne, and we have found a straggler. Hi guys, I'm Dom. And you're back. I'm back. Oh, and I'm just going to say, just really quickly say for any of the the podcast listeners, this is going out on YouTube as well. We're we're doing video for the first time in a while. In a long while. Yeah. Just in in case anyone really wants to see the three of us for any reason. (laughs) I don't know why they would. However, (laughs) yes, we're going to put the recording up on. Oh, no, no. One reason. One reason we were just talking about it. Oh yeah, yeah. If anyone wants to see how much weight uh, Wayne's lost in the last couple of months, check it out on YouTube. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. This, his t-shirt looks like he's wearing a dress right now. Yeah. Honestly, I, uh, I, I've purposely not been putting photos of myself anywhere mm. because I just wanted to the see weight people at the convention. You pulling your trousers out like two feet in front of you. <laughs> No, I, I'm not ready for that post just yet. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's I'm I'm happy with how it's going. Been losing a couple of pounds every week, and it's that's really good, man. Yeah, well done, man. Yeah, no, thank you very much, guys. Really appreciate it. But Dom, we was having you on a regular basis, and then you fucking left us. Well, guys, if, I don't know if you remember when I was last on the show, we were we were talking about the subject about you know pornographic adaptations of our favourite. Sorry, that was that shows. was my fault. Yeah, sorry about. Well, that. Well, no, don't don't feel bad about it. And like I said, I I went into researching it, and well, ah, uh, yesterday I finally finished researching it. So, oh, okay. So I'm just going to say there's a lot more content out there than I thought, and um, and I've seen it all. <laughs> I've seen it all. Um, I'm a bit more toned in the arms, and um, <laughs> to be honest, your wrists are huge. Yeah, I know, right? It's just, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. So, so it's uh, yes, yeah, so that's, that's that's what I've been doing. I've been in a, in a dark room, mounting straight yeah. down. I've just, yeah. you know, just uh, continue to watch the Star Trek adaptations. I, I hope that you kept well hydrated. No, I, I, I started, I kind of had to, but I just, you know, I lost complete track of time and I can only apologise, guys. I mean, well, it's an easy way to lose three months. Yeah. 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 Another oh, good way to lose as well. <laughs> hmm? Sorry, Jude. Another good way to lose weight for those people yeah. out there. That's it. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Get nice and toned wrists. So. Yep. 
alternate from time to time. It's great to be back. It's been great to be back. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what's what's on the itinerary today? Uh, fuck all, really. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. yeah. Yeah, it's well, one of those I, weeks, but like I'm, I'm, there's a lot of stuff going on to talk about. I, I know we've spoken a bit about stuff going on in previous weeks, but there really is. Yeah. Uh, whether it be programs or conventions or, or whatever, mm-hmm. there's all sorts. And uh, we've already said uh, the three of us will do a good old trek off today. Yes, that's uh, it. Mm-hmm. Which I think the last time we probably did that was the last time we had Dom on, or or one of those times, I think. I don't know if Dom's actually done a trek off. I don't, I don't think I've done a, quite a trek off, but we have done. Did we not? Oh, I thought we, we did. did. We did scenarios, and that, and that, no, no, no. that escalated. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no. Uh, I'm positive we haven't actually done a trek off with Dom. Oh, uh, people listening will probably remember or know, but I can't remember either. Yeah. No. Well, it's uh, it's been a long time since we've done a trek off, and. Yeah, no, I've been thinking like like what to be doing on um like uh, like shows coming up and everything, and when because I'm oh can I just ask can I interrupt and just say has either of you two listened to the episode that you've just put out from the uh, Engage podcast boys that I haven't got around to listening to it yet. I make Have a you point told Dom about it? To anything unless I'm in it. Just, I don't really see the point. We'll just tell you about it then, because okay. people listening to this show will have uh, listened to it by now, I presume, anyway, if they're like me and they listen to stuff in order. I, I, totally, I totally will listen to this, by the way, sorry. Just... Months and months and months ago, we did a podcast for the Engage guys, who I don't know if you've met them. Um, I don't think Dom has met them. He will do in a couple of weeks, though. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're going to the Sci-Fi Palooza... Well, I mean, total Langley. losers aren't going to the Sci-Fi Palooza, mate. Exactly, yeah. 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 Um... Power Rangers yeah. are going to be there. Yeah, so yeah got to be there for that. But yeah, Simon and Jamie, they do a podcast uh, called the um, the Engage uh, podcast. And they basically decided to take the Room 101 idea from BBC. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I don't know if they're doing it with multiple people. I presume they are. Mm-hmm. But they had me and Wayne on uh, to do it with um, Simon was the third guy and then me and Wayne. And we had a lot of fun doing it, and uh, amazingly, I won it. It was by pure favoritism only. Yeah. 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 Well, surely that would have been you if that was the case. So so yeah, it was it was (laughs) Simon who was playing, but it was Jamie who was judging. Mm Um, I feel like I can't remember. The other things that got me through, but I felt like it was Kai Win in like worst villain or something that helped me win. That's yeah, it's kind of how it no, seemed. No, when no, I was it, it, no, it was person. We had to choose uh, like a person, uh, either real or character, to put into Room One Hundred One, because mm. my choice was um, the I can't remember his name now. Oh, uh, the, the last I, TNG movie. Yeah, director. I decided to put the writer and director of oh, Nemesis yeah, sucks. into yeah. the Room 101. Good, good. I think I was actually, like, quoted on that thing. I, I was saying, like, I, I feel like you should have got that. After <laughs> I heard your choice, I was like, oh, no, I'm going with that. <laughs> but, yeah, Jamie chose kind of <laughs> Yeah. 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 
Yeah, so, yeah. but well, it's finally back now, all these years later, strangely and gladly. Glad yeah. to see it back. Oh, no, definitely. That's thing. Put right what once went wrong. Well, that's mm. just, hope, hope, hope they, they put it right. That's, that's so, it. Let's hope they put it right. Oh, oh, oh wow, that trailer's come out since. Wow, what has happened in between our signature? Yeah. Another. A lot of people getting uh, strong wrists from watching the trailers, at least, of Picard. I'll, I'll be honest, I. My my well voiced opinions on Discovery. I do think that looks pretty good. It looks like they brought the feeling of trust. <coughs> they've thrown in a few other new elements, and it does look like it's a Picard story. Like I kind of like the idea of some kind of samurai Vulcan. That looks kind of cool. Um, yeah, but the thing is, I, uh, what I love from one of the trailers um, is, yeah, we ha- uh, you had the like samurai Vulcan, but it it tied back into like Picard having a sword fight. He was always fucking doing fencing. Mm-hmm. He was always doing fencing. That, that's a proper nod back to TNG. I haven't thought about it though. I, I, I quite like the idea of him running a ragtag crew yeah. and still going mm-hmm. out and being a Picard. I mean, at first I was like, no, you can't have it without the rest of the crew. It's garbage. But I see what they're doing here. It's like something that you wanted to make sure it was like Picard's, yeah. story and it looks like he's, he's doing what he does he's he sees something that needs to be done mm-hmm. and I, I the seven of nine reveal is awesome um mm-hmm. i think the ball cube thing looks cool my only concern is is that the federation is still representing starfleet and the federation is still shown in the way that they were in tng and voyager that they're, they're this good institution and it's this you know populated with decent people Mm-hmm. who have the right mindset of what the Federation's value should be, and it, not mm-hmm. everyone's a corrupt admiral who's trying to exploit something or, or <laughs> a officer. I, just, I know that sounds really precious, but I just that's that's the only thing I don't want to see Starfleet as a mockery. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's, but that's just me being, being but, you know. But the thing is, we uh, I, I'd be willing to accept certain aspects of the Federation becoming corrupt uh if we get a decent explanation of what's been happening in the last 20 years. like 20 years. Yeah. Because the thing is, we know Romulus has been destroyed. Oh, of course it has. Yeah. 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 What's the situation with the Dominion of the Borg tried again? What is, yeah. you know, what, exactly. uh, the state of the Klingon Empire? Um, That's the thing, because the thing is, at the end of D- uh, DS9, that was a desperate federation that was doing what it had to do to survive. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it'll be interesting to um, see just like where the federation is. Mm. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, and it's and it's an area that we like and we've wanted. We've been chomping at the bit for years. Yeah, yeah, completely agree with you. Completely agree. Um, but can't wait. Mm. Um, when is it? Can anyone remember? Is it is it February? February. Or February. Oh, February twenty twenty. Yeah, it's a long time, isn't it? Yeah. It is a long time to go, but it will soon roll around. Yeah. Have they they given any numbers on, like, episodes? How many episodes we'll get in the first season? No. I hope it's not 10. I hope it's close to 20 (laughs) something, you know, more old school numbers. I I think we'll end up with 13. 13's the fan. 13's a good quality storytelling arc. As long as they've got a good story to tell. Yeah. Well, even even if it is ten, like as long as it's a good story, that that's what ultimately matters. But you know, I'm just being greedy. I just want. Well, to... yeah, yeah. I, I I don't I don't judge you in any way on that matter. Mm. 
that's Discovery Season 3 coming, I assume, as well. Yeah. <laughs> Great, I've got that to look forward to. I, I feel like, well, I've, I've, I've said it on the pod, like, I feel like before I watch Season 3, I've got to watch Season 1 and 2 again. Do you, do you I just can't, I can't be bothered. I can, I tell you what, I will reenact it for you at some point. <laughs> props and effects. Um, yeah, it'll be great. We'll be cool. Oh yeah, I'll just do it for you. I I hope that yeah. you have yeah. as much like time for like emotional dialogue, like in really intense situations. But that's literally all discovery is. Everyone telling each other how much they matter to each other, or getting angry at each other, but then telling each other how much they matter to each other. No, but whilst but whilst they've only got like two minutes until like the ship gets destroyed. Yes, yes. You need these conversations right now. Yeah, it's got to happen to it, but quickly we got to. The only way we can stop this is if we build a polyphonic network system in order to. How do we do that? Well, if we do polarize these magnetic cores in the left bird, but you need to use a calculation i can do it because the power of math i'm really good at maths all right but you're a girl wait we respect everyone on this shit (laughs) power everyone's gay it's fine that's a discovery episode discovery in a nutshell it's basically discovery it's like oh man look how many more women there are on this ship because you know Uh, the future no the thing (laughs) is The, oh, thing is, is the, I, the thing is, I was much more invested in your performance then was it? than was it season emotional? two of Discovery. Oh man! It was more exciting than the than the trailer for the third season, anyway. Oh, yeah. the trailer come out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically, like, I didn't even. No one cared. <laughs> like, I wasn't even taking the piss, but like about a week or two ago, when me and Wayne last <laughs> recorded for this podcast, like yeah. we spoke for about an hour regarding the Picard trailer, just totally creaming our pants and then like we brought up the discovery trailer and i was just like yeah uh sasha's got a nice new haircut or two <laughs> like they they show her and like just changing her haircut over and over and like that's all i could remember wow so i mean we could worry about the fact that it's set 900 years in the future in a period of star trek and never before properly explored and it could potentially be devastating to that narrative I mean, in in an irreparable way, they could ruin Star Trek. Mm. But let's just look at these haircuts. No, seriously, watch the trailer and you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, our thing was like pretty much like... like I wasn't trying to take the piss. It's it's just how I reacted. Just her having a haircut over and over. Yeah, it's like just gushing over Picard for ages. And it's like, and discovery happened. No one cares. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully, we'll get more Klingon time crystals. That's, a, that's it. Oh, and more. Oh. No, well, that's the thing. Surely, at this point, yeah, they could just go and get a Klingon time crystal to go back and. Well, we can't go back because then they'll affect the. No, but time they could line. leave the sh- they could leave the ship there. Just leave. It was only the ship that had to go. Oh, that's true. They could have gone on and assumed new lives. Because everyone in Section 31 was now dead because they were all taken over by robots, so they wouldn't be able to be found. So that worked. No, honestly, no, with Season 2, right? When it started going into, like, that the AI was the main bad guy for the season, I was just like. Do you remember when we thought it was going to be the Borg? It's like, don't you fucking dare. Don't don't do this. This is is bad. (laughs) It's like, oh, the Klingons have hair now. What? What? Yeah, but the thing is, it was like, 
at that point, I, I was already switched off that I didn't even realise for probably two episodes that the AI was the baddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've, I, I had someone trying to... Um, <laughs> I had an argument with someone a little while ago where I, I straight up said that Discovery is a stupid people show. And uh, they said, I don't, I don't appreciate that. Discovery is a really clever show. It's got all this, you know, all this depth and nuance. And I said, cool, man. Can you tell me what the plot of season two was? Yeah. Yeah. I can't tell you, and I'm not even being nasty. I can't, no. can't tell you what the plot is. Uh, no. Me and Wayne must have spent like a year and a half or two years, like just telling everybody, like, just be patient with Discovery. That's you know, true. it's it's gonna get there. Remember what happened with TNG? It took, it took a whole season and a half or whatever it was before it really kicked off and got good. And it's like, and now we're in that position where that's where we're at, and we're like, oh shit. Yeah, and to eat our own words and like, uh, you know, I don't like to be negative. I like to be as positive yeah. as, pos- as possible. But what can you say? Yeah. This like is, like yeah. I kind of just said, we've only got so much time in our lives. Like, <laughs> I don't have time to go back and watch it right now, and I don't, I don't have the energy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's the thing, because we've got a billion Star Wars and Marvel series to come. <laughs> yeah. I've got to make room for that now. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Mandalorian looks good, though, right? It does look good. I did enjoy that trailer, definitely, yeah. Yeah, and uh, what do you think of the uh, Rise of Skywalker trailer? <laughs> no? No, I don't care. Do you guys like The Last Jedi? I uh, oh, it's it's weird. I've said it on this podcast. It, that's the last one, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, eight. that's yeah. Number eight. Yeah. Uh, I saw it at the cinema, but just like the one before it, like I really enjoyed it when I came out at the cinema. But then a few days later, I was just like, was it that good? Yeah. And like when it came out on DVD, I was like, am I gonna get it? No, I don't think I am. Like. I'll watch it when it comes on Netflix. And then it came on Netflix and I was like, shall I watch it? And I was just like, nah, not really bothered. It's long. It's weird. It just sort of fades. Like that excitement is there at first, like seeing the posters, the trailers, going to the cinema and seeing a brand new Star Wars you've never seen before. But then after it's gone and it's happened, it's just like, was that really that good? I don't think it was. And, and, And this new one, episode nine is it yeah i saw the first or second trailer whatever it was and i was just kind of like for the first time ever i was just like "Mm," indifferent just not that bothered like i probably will go and see it i'm sure i'll buy a ticket and go and see it at the cinema but i'm not going to kid myself this time um and i also said for after seeing that first trailer i'm not going to bother watching the other ones i'd rather just for once just save it for the cinema whatever they're going to try and reveal, which you kind of can't help but read these days online, you know, but they're teasing that uh, Ray is going bad. Um, that's mm. all I really know. Like, but I'm just going to wait to see it at the cinema. But I imagine just like the other two, that'll probably be it. But I'll never watch it again or talk about it all that much apart from on here. <laughs> that's tragic, really, isn't that? That's sad. It's sad. Yeah. And, and and it's crazy because episode um what is it four four to six I might, must have watched all of them like two hundred times each or something and absolutely loved them as a kid and as a teenager. Empire Strikes Back's in my top ten forever. You know, yeah, same. Yeah, I think even if I lift my uh, 
jumper up right now. I've got one of many Empire Strikes oh. Back t-shirts on for the YouTube people. How many, how many Star Wars people. t-shirts are you wearing right now? It's just, that's very cool, by the way. Yeah. It's like one after the other. <laughs> yeah. It's very cool, man. But, yeah, just, it, it's, it, it's been, mis- I feel it's been mismatched. I understand what they attempted to do with The Last Jedi. And to be honest, one thing I do like about The Last Jedi is how it just takes a giant shit on every fan theory video YouTube produced in the period of time in between. It literally destroyed the fan theory concept. And it showed you that trailers don't prove shit. And anyone who thinks they know anything is an idiot. But I think mm-hmm. what they did... I think, but I think as a personal thing, I feel Luke Skywalker is horrendously mishandled in that film. Mark Hamill's openly said how he was not for it either, and I think that's. I did read that interview. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a Luke Skywalker doesn't quit, and you know, just that's and the fundamental thing is that he made a mistake, quit, got and became a hermit for no reason. And if you've seen Return of the Jedi, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You know, because he's gone through way worse things than that and he's come back from way worse stuff than that and it's you took this character that people here idolize and love and i you know people are like oh yeah well you you know you just you're giving into what the conformity of what the, you know what people think you should do with their characters like no you know what i like my heroes to be heroes and i don't think yeah. i should be seen as an idiot because i wanted to see themes continued in the next film i i fully expected luke skywalker to die at the end of the trilogy dying okay. in the midway point it's a good moment, actually. That moment is very cool when he force projects himself. And if you want to have that as the self-realization, then he's back in being Luke Skywalker in the next film. But we don't even get that now. And now Carrie Fisher is tragically lost. So we have none of the none of the big three are there. And Chewbacca's there. C-3PO and R2 are there. Well, and I don't know. I couldn't really tell you anything about Ray Poe and um, <coughs> Finn. Except that, you know, they're ticking boxes. They're phenomenal actors. All three of them are great actors. Again, it's not a personal attack on them. But Ray doesn't have a personality. She is a Mary Sue. She's way too powerful. The thing is... Yeah, uh, it's been totally rushed, that character as well. I just don't get it. Like, why go that quick? It's insanely quick. The thing is... It's like, I think I might be a Jedi. Actually, no, I'm a full-blown Jedi. Right now. All the powers. Kylo Ren's been beaten twice, by the way. So he's no threat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Just, it, just, it just looks like a loser. Like I remember seeing all the uh, Kylo Ren masks and all the posters and stuff before that first one came out, episode seven. And, you know, thought like, oh, this will be interesting. You know, this is, you know, they're obviously going to make him a bigger character than Darth Maul and almost as big as Darth Vader. And then when I saw the film, it was just like, he's just like a whiny little brat. Yeah. And then and then they do another film and it's like now you've made it even worse. <laughs> like you've not helped it yeah. at all. The thing is, I know with this one coming up, uh, they are having Carrie Fisher in it with like scenes that she had filmed yeah. that wasn't used. Mm. But I much rather would have done it if they had uh, managed to, because I'm sure they would have been able to with regards to um, whether it's camera angles, whether it's like CGI, whether it's anything else, um, Leia should have been flying that ship that yeah. destroyed. A lot, a lot of people have said that that's the way to do it. I think they want, they didn't want to kill her. Kill her. I, I don't know if they're going to yeah. kill her. If they kill her in this film, then it doesn't make any sense. 
but yeah. to kill to keep her and have her sacrifice herself on the ship i think would be a really powerful thing yeah um but then the thing that we none of us got to have which is truly awful is we never got to see the three of them together again which mm-hmm. is and i don't and again it's like oh yeah we just because you you want what toxic fandom this is what you th- say you want to do and i said i don't think that's a bad thing to have wanted yeah i did you know i'm yeah. okay with that passing of the torch to the new guard but these people have not earned anything in my eyes mm-hmm. they're just Oh, the plot of Last Jedi is so bad. Doesn't make any sense. So they, I'll get this out of the way, guys. Sorry, guys. It's it's almost a discovery level rant. So they got Sorry, the, so the Mon Calamari cruisers are faster than the insane number of ships they have. But we won't bother with the mechanics on that. But they're running out of fuel. Okay, but they have a small freighter. That the empire is not sorry not the empire the first order are not interested in shooting this thing has made multiple trips back and forth and they don't seem to give a crap about it the capacity of that ship could probably hold 10 people at a go there are 300 people on the carrier the empire are completely ignoring it so why are they not offloading tons of people back and forth and their plan is to go to a planet that the empire can see so just none of that makes sense (laughs) I, I just none of that makes sense. Plus, they killed Akbar. They killed him off screen, <laughs> which was garbage. Akbar should have been sacrificing himself. Actually, that would have been way cooler. He'd be like, he'll turn around and be like, "It's a trap, boys!" And he goes yeah. in, and he'd be like, he randy quades it at the end of Independence yeah. Day, and he'd be like, ah, blah, blah, making calamari noises. But, you know, it, again, that's that's a cool bit of fan service. You're losing the character, but Akbar goes out in a blaze of glory. It's wicked. There you go. Um, you should just think, I told you it's a fucking trap. That's <laughs> even better. Yeah. Motherfuckers. And, and it, you should have listened. <laughs> but again, it's like, it's a beautiful shot. And it is a very beautiful shot when she sacrifices the ship. No admiral dresses that way, by the way. <laughs> it's an utterly impractical piece of attire she's wearing so awful i mean why does she wear any uniform she doesn't even have like those little you know they have those little um pip, pip things in mm. uh, in empire strikes back that look like cough sweets she doesn't even have one of those yeah no she had rank you know she that's stupid even mcdonald's staff have stars anyway so the ship she uses it to sacrifice it's a beautiful shot takes out everything destroys the biggest imperial vessel of all time so that's space battles Mm-hmm. ruin then why have fleets at all because yeah. all you need to do is have a suicide ship each time put a droid on it mm-hmm. there you go boom bosh done that's another imperial fleet to hit that with because mm-hmm. if that's the case wouldn't why would you ever have fleet battles it's yeah. a beautiful shot but that's a it's fundamentally <coughs> ruined the concept of what how space battles operate because that's the empire the empire would have lost years ago and would have had to given up on capital ships which is their main power they turn up with a giant spaceship and they threaten everyone with it but, mm-hmm. but if you can just like get a slightly smaller ship to anyway i'll stop sorry guys it's just, just no, it's fine. really bothers me never even considered that it's just there's glaring potholes for the sake of stuff being cool um yeah, but i think with that i was wanting to accept that yeah i guess well that means the story yeah really yeah it's it's that's fine and if, like, if it works for you in that way i won't be good you on it it's it's like i've got no problem with the yoda cameo i actually think that's quite a cool little moment mm-hmm. it, you know so luke you know i just oh it's just, no yeah no i would have rather luke have actually 
arrived at that planet and had that battle mm. than her force projects to itself. But it, yeah. it doesn't resolve anything because he just dies at the end. And, yeah. And well, so what's the <coughs> oh Canto Bright? Oh my god, that entire sequence is terrible. When they Do go to th- rich people land. And they're like sticking it to the rich people because they destroy all of everything. Yeah, the rich people are really going to suffer from that. No, the slave caste stuff. <laughs> they're, they're the ones who are going to suffer because you have oh, just yeah. messed up the economy. Those kids are getting beaten. They're oh, yeah. Out. They are all getting beaten because of you. So um, how how different do you think, better or worse, would it have been if number eight was also under JJ's reign? I'd rather JJ didn't do any of it, to be perfectly honest. I think he's he's got no original ideas of his own. He's a very slick director, but he's, you know, that, like, Force Awakens is is an homage, remake, for a soft reboot of the Star Wars films where it does, a, it, because you're enjoying the nostalgia wave and it's well executed, it's very likeable, but it doesn't really have much to it. And the strength, strongest part of that is Harrison Ford. He dominates that film and it's brilliant. It was- it was very easy for him to do that as well after all the prequels everyone moaning about the prequels for years yes. it was just yeah. such an obvious thing to do for that first one back but uh yeah he wouldn't have been able to do it twice in a row wouldn't have made sense because that was the that was the main complaint from it, it was like oh, it's just a remake of um mm. new hope with a with a touch of the empire thrown in there and everybody with this one was like well this one's just going to be a blow strokes back and i get it they're throwing a curveball and like okay well we'll do it differently we're going to have it we're going to throw everything out there and we're going to throw all the theories about Snoke and throw all the theories about Ray out there. And I'm not against that. But yeah, sorry, um, to actually answer your question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, let's see where this film goes because this film reeks of a panic room meeting of course correction. It reeks of mm. like, we've got to make it work. Let's bring the Empire Emperor back. Terrible. I've, just, I've been like, uh, I try not to, but I've been reading stories the last couple of days that like, they don't know what ending they're going with yeah, and they okay, film yeah. multiple endings and stuff like that and they can't decide what they're doing. It's <laughs> like, that doesn't sound good when they've got like dates, release dates and stuff. Yeah, Dis- Disney Disney have reshot, reshot the entirety of Rogue, almost even 50% of Rogue One was reshot. I like Rogue One a lot, actually. And that, that's my favourite of the, the new movies, yeah. to be honest. That's the so- only one where I've watched it multiple times. Yeah, uh, of a new film coming out only about three or four times, but that's still a lot compared to the other two. Yeah, the yeah, I, I, I just well, it's I not two, is it? It's, there's the solo movie as well. I watched that once, and I don't think I'll be watching that one again. Never did see that again, do you? No, but that film was completely reshot. Ah. So, so fun fact: Phil, uh, Lord and Miller, the guys who did Twenty One Jump Street, the Lego Movie. Um, mm-hmm. And um, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, which I cannot recommend enough if you haven't seen. Loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So they wrote, directed that, which they got an Oscar for. I don't know if they got. Yeah, they got the Oscar for it. They got um, the Oscar for Solo. No, no, no. So they shot most of Solo, but the production was shut down and they were fired and they were replaced by um, um, Ginger Guy. What's his name? Uh, was uh, Ron, Howard. Ron Howard? Yeah, so they, they they were fired off it, and they reshot. Apparently, oh, they were just going too off the script with the with the ad libs and the humor and the cutaways and stuff. And I think that these guys are proven talent. 
but yeah, apparently they were, they were kicked off production because they didn't know what to do with it. Han Solo is the single worst idea for a movie ever. I couldn't believe they announced it. I thought, you are kidding me. Who really needs to see the Kessel Run? No one wants to see it. It's better as an alluded to thing. It is yeah. way better. I don't need to know where he got his trousers and his blaster from, which is actually what you learn. And mm-hmm. you know, oh, if you want to do a, a prequel to a character, do Lando Carizian with Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. play that character. It would be. I would have way rather seen that. But instead, you've done something with a legacy character, and you haven't done it very well. And it's it's flat, and it doesn't work. And can't blame the guy. I've seen him in other stuff. He's a good actor, but. Harrison Ford is Harrison Ford. You can't have another person playing him with about a 10-year difference between the two of them, so it doesn't really work. Well, fingers crossed, hopefully, we get a younger years film of uh, what they were doing for uh, Princess Leia. Were they? <laughs> Can you imagine fucking how awful that would be? CGI. Oh, it'd be terrible. We're getting a Darth Maul, apparently, series, at least, something, something... I think that's what Disney are going to do, is they're going to yeah, push towards... Yeah, the thing is, Darth Maul was another character who looked so cool, but was a disappointment. Ah, but you have seen oh, the Clown Wars, have you, Wayne? If you've uh, seen the Clown Wars, you'll know that uh, he comes back, he gets robot legs, and he becomes a bit of a badass. This does actually happen. <laughs> it is really cool. It's really cool. I uh, haven't seen the his, 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 uh, his, his brother, Savage Opus, mm-hmm. voiced by Clancy Brown, Turns yeah. up and uh, yeah, they get they. Get also, the... when you say he comes back with robot legs, you mean like the top half of him comes. Yeah, back. he actually comes back. <laughs> All right. I'm not doing this justice by explaining it to it, but Clone Wars the CGI animated series is utterly brilliant. It's full canon, by the way. It's fully canon. Canon. Oh. So that's why Darth Maul's in Solo because of all the stuff that happened in that is why he's back and why he's now a gangster. You know what? I'd, I'd actually even forgot that. I yeah. forgot that he was even there. That's not a good sign, is it? How little of an impression it made on me. But that, but then that is also then setting. If if that is canon, that is also then setting the precedent of people getting chucks down big shafts coming back from the dead. Oh Wayne, you just took it to another level. But there's a little blue explosion when he falls down. I know your good point. That's how Palpatine survived. He must have taught Darth Maul how to survive down the shafts. That's it. Palpatine just knows. He knows. That's all. <laughs> wow. Well, we've just solved. Uh, we've just solved a so riddle. Are we? Are we supposed to believe that um, Palpatine's coming back? The Emperor's coming back for the yeah. new, new Is that correct? Because I've, yeah, I've not, read yeah, just the titles of stories, but I've not bothered to read them. We're also expected to care. And, um, so is it confirmed? Because I know that they uh, people are saying the that he's on board, aren't he? Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's pretty cool back. guy though. He's a pretty cool guy. Right. Uh, yes. No. Uh, by and the latest trailer's got even more voiceover from him. Yeah, like I said, I'm not going to watch it. I'm I'm just going to go watch the movie now. Just going to avoid the trailer until this. De- I presume it's December. Yeah, it's uh, December twenty. No, December nineteenth over here. Yeah, nineteenth. Bloody hell! It's a Christmas movie. Star Wars is about Christmas now. Yeah, I know, but I, I think the previous ones they've released like in the first week or two, rather than days before Christmas. Like mm. some of us have got better things to do that that particular week. Like I think I I'll have to wait until after Christmas Day this year. No, no I'm taking the family. Then uh, I'm dragging them, kicking on them the nineteenth. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'll have to avoid talking to you then for a couple of days even though i don't sound very enthusiastic about it i don't want too many <laughs> i respect that mate you want to keep away from the spoilers yeah 
Oh, I did, but um, yeah. So uh, I suppose we better get on. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, sorry. I've, I've, With I've Star, oh, Star, Star Trek. Trek. Right. I thought it was oh, Star Wars. Was Star Wars, yeah, mate. But um, one thing that um, yeah, I was. I think I started a conversation. Yeah, I've been thinking like about ideas like for what we should uh like maybe be doing for a few, like a few yeah few you, you did say that and then i started talking about engage podcast sorry it was, it was that's, all my that's fault. right it is due to um, tangent king <laughs> sorry well, it sounds like we all do it mate oh yeah but no the um i was thinking it but tiny more for what you said about us appearing on the engage podcast and I think we're now at a point where we've we're on I think episode 162 now, and like our format of the show has just always been what it kind of is. So I think what we should do now is just start nicking everybody else's ideas. Yeah, I think we said that off air to each other recently. <laughs> Fuck it, so, why yeah. not? <laughs> Guys, yeah. that means less work for us. Cool. Yeah. So, we owe nobody so we're anything. We're going to JJ Abrams this. Uh, we're just going to regurgitate everyone else's ideas. Yeah, why not? Isn't it? Yeah, um, but we won't claim they're our own in any way, shape, or form. I think like maybe each week we will we could theme an episode around certain things. Like I really enjoyed doing the Room One Hundred One idea. Yeah, the, I think the, we can just take that. The, the three of us can do it, can't we? And just. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to judge it, but we need to get a fourth person. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, we need to get a fourth person. Or if we can't get a fourth person like that week, just just like decide between us. Because like I said, with the one we did on Engage, like mm-hmm. I automatically was just like, oh, I thought mine was good, but yours is better, Wayne. And I was yeah. like, if if that's how it had been done, I would have voted for yours. Yeah. So we could always do that. Just we all oh, present something, good. and then just you know, who gives a crap who wins yeah just say yeah. like okay yours is better you win that round exactly and then also um it's like well one of the other shows that used to be on the network 10 forward one of their ideas that they used to do was um desert island trek which was like basically getting people to come on and talk and like basically decide like five episodes if they were going to be stuck with no trek for the rest of their life except five episodes okay, what that's episodes good. would it be that's a good one and you, and you can make two episodes out of that of the pod because you can do uh one for tv and one for movies oh yeah oh that's a great idea yeah exactly except that i think five choices for movies would be a bit too no not five not... but just just say three yeah exactly exactly but then also i think like if we try and think of uh like other show um formats that we could easily rip off Mm. as well and just turn trek themed but also uh i I was thinking about bringing back uh like certain uh things that we used to do on the show for like one-offs and specials and that's what I can confirm after speaking to him. Uh, I know this will mean nothing to your good self, Dom. However, Jude might be excited that uh, Matt is going to join us to come back for a Trek Tracks. Cool. I thought that's what you were going to say. Very nice. Yeah. yeah so which, yeah, uh, glad to have which that is back. a show format where uh, my one of my former co-hosts, Matt Warwick, and 
he uh, initially started on the show because he was so into uh, like soundtracks mm. that he would basically um, like bring a selection of uh, like pieces of Star Trek music to discuss how they use, discuss like the like even like the thought process that went into them, and like just analyze them so beautifully that. He's an absolute we master of the, of, of the subject, yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah it is. So, so important. Yeah, it sounds brilliant. Yeah, so, no, and uh, Matt's a lovely guy. Lovely guy. I hope he can come to the Palooza so you can meet him. Because that's he, he was my boyfriend before Jude. Yeah. <laughs> tear just rolled down Jude's eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it, what hurts Jude most is it wasn't me that broke it up. So, it, Matt still... <laughs> yeah, no, so I, th- I think maybe doing some, uh, like, some ideas like that, if if you guys yeah. think of like things that we... Uh, what else could... is out there like that? I don't know, that's what I was thinking of. Like, it, uh, like obviously, like, holding a, uh, like... Uh, like track off competitions every so often is also uh, like a good content filler as well mm-hmm. because I think we've covered so many subjects on the show that without rehashing the same things exactly how we have done previously I think like if we try and like uh, mix it up a little bit mm, yeah definitely yeah I'll, I'll, I'll try and have a think about what other similar sort of radio and TV programs there is to 101 and uh, Room 101 and stuff like that. And we'll mm-hmm. see what we can rip off. I'm sure we'll come up with some good stuff. Absolutely. Oh, on another tangent, did you see that they're um, about to start filming, I think it's December, um, Red, uh, Dwarf. Red Dwarf uh, feature yeah. for days. Yes, I did read that. I'm not even sure if I might have put it out on the Sci-Fi so, Collective so- uh, I, Facebook I saw a few years ago when they brought back in the red and I was beyond excited. I think I spoke to you mm-hmm. about it. I was so excited about it. And I remember when I watched it and I, it felt like watching a friend die. It felt like I was watching my friend die. Okay, remind me, that series, that is the one it's where they go series. to Coronation Street. Yeah, they go to oh, Coronation right. Street and it gets meta and they have the bit where it just gets deconstructed and it doesn't, yeah. none of the jokes land and it's it hurt and it really saddened me. But then I heard they did another series and everybody had come back writing wise and I caught the first episode. And I didn't, I just didn't get a chance yeah. to see it. It was really busy and I thought it would seem good. It seemed yeah. like they got the formula back and they got mm-hmm. the balance bit back right. Am I right in thinking that? Yes. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, in the red, you just no one discusses. <clears throat> <laughs> well, much yeah. like those uh, Star Wars movies, like I only watched it once. I've not watched them back that yeah. that season. Like it was yeah. just weird and odd and unnecessary. But the ones that are newer since then, I've watched two or three times and definitely enjoyed them. Maybe not as much as well, the, the much earlier it's, stuff. It's, but... They peaked at six. But yeah. It, it, but it was. I mean, you watched some of the earlier. I, I, I watched Wax. I, I I adore Red Dwarf. By the way, Red Dwarf. Had a profile, and it was a massive part of our friendship. Absolutely. Um, before Matt, yeah, damn Matt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a, it was a massively it, it impacted me in such a big way, and it was it it 
the, I was I was watching one the other day. I'll always happily watch watch if it's on Dave or if it's on Netflix. And I watched Waxworld the other day, and that's still to this day is one of the funniest things is Lister describing the execution of Winnie the Pooh. It is still <laughs> to this day. Just thinking of it makes me laugh. It's it's brilliant, and it's just his delivery, <laughs> and just they're they're oh, no. so good in it. It's... They're offering him the blindfold. <laughs> 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 and he's like silence <laughs> and just Rimmer in that one excels because he literally sees to it that he's treating Gandhi like a bastard <laughs> and he got Laurel from Stan and yeah. Oh, yeah, from Laurel and Hardy and it's been yeah. absolutely yeah just um, it, oh, no, it's, it's fantastic and, but, no but I, I totally agree with you it's not at the height of season six peak, but it's good. Yeah, that's fine. It's good and it's fun and it's enjoyable. Cause, yeah, it lost track of what it wanted to be, whether it wanted to be a, like, cause I think seven, season seven, they get way too sci-fi and not funny enough. And mm-hmm. uh, although the Ace Rumor Nazi battle sequence is, is, is incredible. And you've got to love uh, the Rimmer experience, so, uh, right? Oh, no. Yeah. That episode just fucking went. It's just how it opens as well with fucking him dreaming that Rim has come back. Yeah. And they snog. And it's <laughs> fucking magic. It's just brilliant. Yeah. <coughs> but yeah, no, I totally get where you're coming from. But no, it's worth a watch. Yeah, I'll give it a watch. I'll give it a, when I get a chance to try and watch it before I next uh, come on again. Yeah. So I can, I'll look forward to the, uh, the to the movie or whatever you want to call it as well. There was, there was a point, I swear I heard a point that even Hollywood was simply interested in because loads of A-list celebrities really apparently liked it. Right? Mm. I could have made that up in my head. I oh, Patrick Stewart's made Oh, Dread Dwarf. No, yeah. they, no, they made a... Oh, no, I know about the American. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. it was actually like trying to get the original cast, but I think Hollywood wouldn't cast i think they would they want you to recast different people. people yeah but it was you know it'd be, it would have been better keeping that cast and then having celebrity stars with it i think that gives yeah but hollywood wasn't thinking that way back then so i uh, yeah but the thing is after watching into the red i'm not sure if i would have trusted no nah. yeah that it's all. so bad it's so bad yeah i think the best joke <coughs> when, they, when they explain why they have vhs is still that's literally the only joke that can't Mate, imagine with me. I only watched it once. I can't remember that joke. Yeah, yeah, the, the explanation me is they lost all the DVDs and they used them as coasters, so VHS was more practical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Yeah, no. So, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but, yeah, so uh, we'll decide what we want to do for next week's episode. But seeing as we've got a bit of time to kill, we figured that we would do a trek off. Time for the trek off. I think Don will be our outright winner. I don't know. I mean, I'm bad yeah, I think so too. Yeah, if we've not done it before, uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be Don, the winner. And if if I get the bronze medal, I'm fine with that. I feel like I'm going to really disappoint you guys. Um, no, no, you're great. The thing is, me and Jude don't remember names of anything. I barely remember half the names. Oh, some, uh, sometimes we both embarrass ourselves. When it's just me and Wayne, it's just like... <coughs> 
We're only supposed to get like three right in a row, and we're just doing it for like half an hour of just question after question. So we've got uh, two books for whether people are listening or watching. Matching books, guys. We made sure to uh, like have. Well, the thing is, uh, I had books, and then uh, two of our listeners, who are the engaged podcast boys, uh, bought us another copy. Yeah. And gave it to us uh, at was it DST? No, it was at Trek On. Uh, yeah, Trek On, our first convention. It was. Yeah, it was at Trek On. Uh, yes, yeah, so I've, I've got the little blurb there on my thing for anyone yeah. who's watching on it's here, YouTube. There. Oh, oh, and they wrote in gold pen. That's classy. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So we uh, hope you find this quiz book useful for future Trek Offs. There you go. And they have right now. Since. Cheers, right. guys. Do we have so? How's this going to work? Is it three against three? And basically, it's or three questions one. each. Right. Um, and whoever has the most right questions at the end wins. If there is a tie in any situation, it then becomes a sudden death. Okay. I think that's what's happened, where me and Wayne have both got three wrong in a row, and then we're just doing the sudden death for like, <laughs> like way too minutes. long. Yeah. Does someone get a fucking question right? Are there going to be team names? No. Oh, okay. No, you're Dom. Okay. Just thinking, <laughs> just thinking we could, it could be Dom and the Excelsiors. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 you're on your own. <laughs> so the, we we don't a, work as a team here. Okay, so it's all out. If we ever get some te- like actual teams together, feel free. Yeah, oh, definitely. Okay, so what we'll do, and there is a very scientific way of deciding what the question is, <laughs> and it's very fair. We spin the book right. until the person whose question it is says stop. Okay. And then we give them the choice of the numbers okay. to choose from. Okay, it's good. That's impartial. It's good. Yeah. Who's going first? Uh, Jude. Well, which book are we first. choosing first, guys? Uh, well, we, we can swap it about for each round if you want. I'll just uh, just stick to one book. Oh, okay. Then. Shall we, shall we go with... quickness. Shall we go let, with... Let Dom decide. Seems he's Dom, uh, which not done book it. You want? Let's go with the first one. Oh, no, sorry, the first one, yeah. Okay, we'll go with number one. And next time we can do number two. Number one. Number one. Make it true, number one. Uh, okay, so Jude, tell us when to stop. So what, why is it decided that I'm going first? Because you're not here. going first. Yeah, we're, All we're, right, we're, fair enough. We're comfortable, sir. Yeah. Okay. okay, you ready? Yeah. You didn't stop when I said stop. I the YouTube did. viewers can see it. Okay. Well, hide it delay. <laughs> okay. Uh, the topic is Starfleet, and you can choose between questions 51 to 75. We're going to go 74. Dominic, would you hmm. like to read that? Name the captain whose rescue came three years too late in the sound of her voice. Oh, man, that is hard. Name the captain whose rescue came three years too late in what? The sound of her voice. The sound of her voice. I I can't uh, think of sound of her voice. The captain whose rescue came three years too late. If it had been Commander, my guess would... It's not my guess, but my guess would have been TNG and Riker who would become 
Thomas Riker, but it's Captain, so. Um. I would never have got that. Really? That's the name? Oh, 74, 74, yeah, yeah, yeah. So just uh, read it one more time for me somewhere. Okay. So, name the captain whose rescue came three years too late in the sound of her voice. Because I've got no bloody clue, I can't think of even the series that that comes from. But because it says sound of her voice, and because it's captain, I'm going to guess Captain Janeway, even though I'm sure that's wrong. But that that's my guess. That's my gamble. Okay, that is wrong. Yeah. It was Lisa Kuzak. That was Voyager, wasn't it? No, it's Deep Space Nine. Oh, was it Deep Space, Deep Space Nine? Nine? So they find, I think she's in the Beta Quadrant or she's in an area that's quite far away and she, by chance, they managed to pick up her distress signal. And she's been on Deep Space Operation with her crew and she's the last survivor. And they just continue chatting to each member of the crew, has a conversation with her. It's, in a, it's during the bleak period during the Dominion War, mm-hmm. and they see it as a means of, they all see it as like, well, we're going to rescue her, we're going to get this person, we're going to get a victory for ourselves. And because of the nature of the space travel and, the, and tachyons or whatever, yeah. she's she's already died by the time they get to her. It's, it's, quite, oh, it's very oh. poignant. They were so communicating with her um, in the past. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. it's, it's a very good episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to seek that. What, what was it called again? Um, something. Uh, the sound of her voice. The sound of her voice. Yeah. Of her so voice. I think it's like a season six or season seven episode. Yeah, I'm gonna. I must have seen it a couple of times, but just can't remember it. But uh, but yeah, I'll have to go back and rewatch that. So one big zero to me. So who's going second? Um, I'm happy to go second. Oh, Shall I read both? Yeah, of you go. That's, that seems fair. Can you see the book on the screen? Here we go. Stop. Uh, so you've got a choice. Uh, they're both Deep Space Nine characters. Okay. So you've got Kira Norris or you've got Odo, for starters. Let's go Kira. Okay, so you've got 13 to 24. Let's go 15. Okay. Who was the leader of Kira's resistance cell during the Cardassian occupation of Bajor? Fuck. This is... Oh, Christ. (coughs) Okay, no, because this is the guy... Uh, Oh, that's real... No. Okay. And now I'm just getting Cardassian named in my head. Yeah, that was where my brain went at first, and I was like, "Oh no, that's not what it says." That's why it took me a second to read it out. No, it's like no, it's not Tang. It's oh, Poon Tang. Um, Poon Tang Galore. Poon Tang. <laughs> okay. Um, this is. Oh, this is really hard. That's what Poontang Galore said. Read it one more time for us, mate. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to jump back. I just I've never guessed it. I've just looked it up. I've never guessed it, but I know exactly who it is. 
Um, oh God, I've lost the page I was on. Can anyone remember? No, don't worry about it, mate. Don't worry, it's fine. Okay, so name the Bajoran who is the leader of Kira Narice's resistance cell. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It was... Shit. No. No, it's gone. I haven't even got a guess. You sure? You sure you don't want to just... Yeah, but now no no Bajoran names are coming to my head now. Um, okay, let me... I'll, I'll repeat the question, the official version. Who was the leader of Kira's resistance cell during the Cardassian occupation of Bajor? No, no, pass. Do you want to say it, Dom, or should I? Um, Shakar? Yeah. Shikar. Of course it was. It, I, I wouldn't have guessed it. I wouldn't have guessed it either. It was That's left my really head. hard. Okay, uh, Jude, do you want to read Don's question? Yep. Stop. Okay, so you've got... Um, I, I think you'll be good with this. It's uh, Voyager. And again, like Wayne, you've got a choice of two characters. Not the character section. So you've got Neelix... Oh. Or Kez. Oh, fuck you. Which in theory should be easy because <coughs> it's only in my two boobs. seasons. Oh. <laughs> well, this one's more polished. Oh, it's Kez. Or is it? Oh, I'll go with Neelix. Okay, well, uh, it's 85 to 96. Uh, 92. 92. God. <laughs> I think it's like a blankety blank type question like fill in the blank i guess okay so it's neelix's oh god i can say i can say it in my head neelix's familiarity with blank proved useful when he and tuvok were stuck in a mag left carriage in rise i'm gonna guess it's tuvok no, repeat the question one more yeah, time. Well, Neelix's familiar... F- f- familiar... Oh, fuck's sake. Neelix's fam- familiar... You, someone say that bloody word. Familiarity. Yeah, with blank proved useful when he and Tuvok were stuck in oh, a maglev oh. carriage in Rise. So I presume Rise is the name of the episode. So his familiarity with something. Yeah. And I'm going to look it up now. Oh, God. Listening to the question, I wouldn't have a clue. And reading the answer, I wouldn't have a bloody clue. Obviously, you can check it in your book if you want, Wayne. Uh, Familiarity with... It's question 92. Is it? Of the voyage. I'm just saying that for Wayne. This is, uh, no, no, I'm thinking, I'm just trying to... If you want me to read it one more time, just say... Oh, mate, you ain't getting this. No. You ain't getting this and no one's going to feel bad about it. <coughs> I've probably not even seen the episode. Are you... <laughs> is it... Are you... Uh, is Voyager not your favourite either? It's... it's. I'm going to rewatch it. 
uh, but I was obviously so preoccupied with all that porn, I've just not had a chance. <laughs> yeah, but I, I will give it a rewatch because I do I do like the characters. Even Harry Kimmy's alright. Um, I want to rewatch Voyager more than I want to watch Discovery. That's for sure. Yeah, I think that's a better use of your time. Better female characters than that, you know. Mm-hmm. No lens flares. Um, I don't know. I don't know. All right, tell Do you me. want to say it, Wayne, or shall I? The answer was Neelix was uh, lucky to have a familiarity with orbital tethers. Okay. Does that even mean? My God knows. What is that, balls? That's a that's a, that's a that's a that's a babble. It, it's okay. got to be. That's oh, a ball ticklers or something. Right, when are you ready, Jude? Mm-hmm. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jude. Yep. Stop. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. This is a good subject. Your subject is Benjamin Cisco, and it is between yes. one to twelve. Oh man, that was one to twelve. Oh, I'm gonna go with three. <laughs> Um, oh, it's multiple choice. Ooh. Oh, this. Oh, this is. Oh my God, this is too easy. Cisco lost his first wife in battle against a this Zenkafi. Zenkafi. B. Don't say it. C. The Cardassians. Um. Or D. D. The Borg. Uh, or B. The Jem'Hadar. Which one was the Borg? <laughs> D. <laughs> Yeah. Going with the walk. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. We don't even need to look that. Yeah, no, I just gotta like oh, sorry. It's, it's in the first scene of the series. <laughs> I, I don't know what orbital ball sacks are. Freaking <laughs> unbelievable. These are easy. No, but the thing is, right, it's so hit and miss with the it is. it is just total luck with this game. Oh my god. Yeah, anyway, alright, who's up next? Uh, it's yeah. my turn. Right. Here we go again. I'm going back to front this time. Okay. Stop. <laughs> um, so this is all from the new life and new civilization section. Okay. Uh, more specifically, Delta Quadrant life forms. Okay. And you've got all the way from number 286 to 312. Let's go 286. What interspecies war caused the development of the Metreon Cascade? Okay. (coughs) Repeat that one more time for me. Sure. What interspecies war caused the development of the Metreon Cascade? I hope I'm pronouncing it. Interspecies war. Are they just... When you look at the answer, can you just tell me if they're looking for the name of the war or whether they're looking for the species that were involved? Sure. Got to get there first. So Delta Quadrant life forms in the new life and civilizations. Metreon Cascade does sound familiar. So it's an episode I've seen. Um, so what was your question to me? Is it are they just looking for the name of the species? 
Are they looking for the name of the war? They're looking for the name of the war. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> so what interspecies war caused the development of the Metreon Cascade? Okay. Um, oh, God, I'm so glad I didn't get that. Yeah, no, you, it would have been bad if you had a hard one, wouldn't it? She's going to win purely on that question. Yeah. <laughs> it happens sometimes. I think it's the only way I ever win. <coughs> um, it was... Uh, no, it's, it's not even worth... Okay. It was the anal fissure war. <laughs> yeah, it probably might be my sort of answer as well. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. The Talaxian Haconian War. God, it was a Neelix answer of as well. Oh, God. Neelix is the worst. Yeah. Okay. Go on then. Uh, Dom's okay, Dom, question. I'm going back to front for you as well. Okay. You ready? Stop. Isn't quite where I said, but that's fine. It's fine. Hang on, what's going on here? Oh, have you not even got to the questions Sorry, yet? I didn't get out of the answer section. Oh, right. no, I'll take this. Let's start again. <laughs> there we go. Stop. Um, so, you have either got, uh, from Starfleet, uh, astrometrics or starships. 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 And you've got... Two four four to two five eight. <coughs> Sorry. That's all right. Two five zero. Two five zero. What early Federation ship was captured by the super? Oh, sorry. Fuck's sake! What? Just write it on the next line. What early Federation ship was captured by the supercomputer Landru? Intrepid class. Not intrepid, sorry, no, not intrepid. Uh, Constitution class, sorry. I don't know if it's looking for the... Uh, the actual name of the name thing. Of the thing. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but let me find it. No. I do know this. I do know this. Wait. I think I'd have a better chance of knowing this than the... Uh, the other ones today. <sighs> Are you still thinking on it there, Dom? Can you ask, can I get the question again when you get Yeah, of course that? you can, yeah. Uh, 250. So it was, what early Federation ship was captured by the supercomputer Landru? Oh, I know what this is. Yeah, it's the Enterprise. Just coming in with the. Uh... I could be wrong. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I'm not going to guess anything else. USS Archon. Oh, no, I would never guess that. Would you guess that? I feel like uh, I might have done before, but now I, I don't think I would have. I was thinking of Landry by Rails. It's Vega. That's the thing in the motion picture, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. No, I knew the episode, and also it, uh, it was. Um... Uh, retold in a slightly different way in one of the uh, comic books in uh, like after the JJ verse. Oh, right. So, 
Okay then, Jude. If I get this right, I've won. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Okay, it's all on it. Okay. All right. It's Tom <laughs> Harris or Belana Torres. Oh, I knew it was going to be a Voyager one this time. So you two are Very still in the game, probably. True. So Tom or Belana? Yeah. I I think maybe I'll go with Tom. Okay, thirty-seven to forty-eight. I'll go 48. Oh no, this is a 50 50 question. Oh, true or oh. false? True or false, eh? <laughs> Tom's hair <laughs> is blonde. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think I even want to ask you this one. Oh dear. All right, come on. you got to ask him it. No, it's, it's, this is so unfair. While aboard Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. While aboard Voyager, Paris was demoted. True or false? No, keep in mind, I've only watched Voyager episodes either twice or once. And uh, he wasn't exactly that high when he came on board. Higher than Harry Kim, but everyone was. Even the crewmen were higher than Harry Kim. The, the uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna presume that the question exists at all. That the answer is true. Well, considering you didn't know, that's good deductioning there, because it is true. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> uh, we don't need. Do you two it. want a question anyway? Do yeah, we, 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 we'll just for like. Honor's sake, try and get one right. Honor. Yeah. Honor in this. Kapla. Yeah. Right, I'm going to go front first. to back this time for you. Both. No, it's me now. Right, get this right. right. Come on. Win. Win for Team Kings Stop. So, oh, Deep Space Nine, which is always good for everybody. And it is, uh, we've had this one before, reoccurring guest characters. Okay. Uh, so, 135 to 148. One. Four one. Ah, oh, God, that's an easy one. Uh, I don't even need to look at the back. No one does. What vice did Demar frequently exhibit? It's an A B C D question. Repeat that. I didn't hear what you said. What vice did Demar frequently exhibit? I know this. A. He drank too much. B, he mm. ate too much. C, he took drugs. <laughs> D, he gambled. Uh, I would like to think it was that he spent his family fortune on strippers. Yeah, sounds what, what But it was have. after he had had a drink. Yeah. Yeah, there's no point looking in the back. <coughs> All right. All right. Okay, Don. Well you honour point. Here you go, Don. Stop. Uh, so this is uh, you're in uh, the Voyager section <laughs> so you've got either two Chakotay questions oh. or quite a few more on Tuvok <laughs> I'm gonna I think I think I've got a better chance with Tuvok <laughs> okay <laughs> although it's only two questions with Chakotay and he didn't really have that many episodes 
Uh, is it true or false? Are they true or false with Chakotay's? Oh, no, you no, don't tell, no, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that, no. One of them is, and one of them's something else. No, I shouldn't have that information out. It's uneven. Um, I think by because of that, by default, I should have a two-rock question. I'm sure I shouldn't have asked that. No, it's all right. No, Believe fuck it. Yeah, like, I've won yeah. anyway. Oh, yeah, that's true. All right, let's do a Chakotay. I'm intrigued. Let me see. All right, I will go, tell me the numbers. 23 or 24? 24. That is the true or false. Oh. Chakotay's ancestors believed that land was the only thing one could own. False. It's got to be. Yeah, because that's completely against it. Land belongs to no one. They're spiritual people. Yeah. The land is a place that they have to nurture and look after. That's something the lady needs to say. Yeah. Um, so what did they say that was? Um, False. <coughs> yeah, it's a nice detailed answer. So, so what are you saying? False? Yeah. Yeah, false. They believed that uh, one doesn't own anything but yeah, the courage and loyalty in his, uh, in his yeah. heart. Cool. So, um, oh, look, can we just put something in perspective? Chakotay joined the Marquis because he didn't agree with the Cardassians taking their land. Yeah. So, <laughs> just, just saying. Although, what a hypocrite! Yeah. Although, although he comes from a he comes from a, a people that were obviously famously mis, mistreated and moved. Although he's now in a utopian society where no wealth doesn't exist. So anyway, it's a kind of it's a, it's a you know it's a paradox, but it's fine. Oh dear. No, so that's fine. Oh, but before we go, we do need to uh, pimp the yep. sci-fi palooza because they, we should have done that earlier in the show before people switched off. Um, but yeah, no, remember guys, we are holding our uh, second sci-fi palooza uh, in only a couple of weeks' time now uh, on the 9th of November. Not uh, even that when we're recording, so... Yeah. even less by the time this is out yeah exactly so it's uh well no i think it's two weeks this saturday i think it's two weeks this saturday mental is it yeah yeah i think so well it's the ninth so yeah no it's got to be oh sorry yeah yeah you're right yeah you're right no so uh yeah two weeks time guys we're holding our second sci-fi palooza at Kings Langley, Hertfordshire, at the Community Centre. Doors will open at 12. Convention will shut uh, proper at 5. After party will kick off at 6. What's happening at the after party? At the after party, it is the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. That's the future theme. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing the Enchantment Under the Sea sea dance for the after party. And you've got a guy going up. With a playing the guitar with a photo on it. Well, I have enough time Jude, to learn to learn the guitar to do this. Well, Jude is also learning. How are you doing it? I'm gonna crash. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna okay. share the duties between us. No, no, I'm gonna lock you in a trunk. I mean, no, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> you shut up. No, that sounds awesome, Jude. I want to see this. No, because yeah. there is something that we have only shared with the Trekmate listeners. We've mentioned it once and it's still going ahead. What's that? Is that uh, myself and Jude will do a performance of Johnny Be Good. Oh my God. Yeah. Before you do it though, Jude, can you start pretending like you're fading from existence? 
I'll and try I'll my do, best. And I'll get I'll pretend I'm Biff, I'll bring a date and I'll be like <laughs> <laughs> like dancing around and you could be like, No be Yeah. My own benefit. More for Dominic. It's more for benefit. benefit. Making this about me now. This yeah. sounds amazing, guys. I really yeah. yeah. Is is it extra money for going to the dance or is that included? No, in it? it's included for the high, high price of entry fee of only three pound per person. Three pounds. Yeah. And the, uh, I messaged my friend Chris about this. He asked if you took card. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. That's good. That's a that's a good bit. What time is it finishing? Uh, the after party. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to be out of there by eleven. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, so cool. after party included with the price. Children under twelve get in for free. We're being joined by our good friend John Carrigan, who's going to be putting on his superhero masterclass, uh, teaching people how uh, stunts are done in the films. As well uh, as doing some cool talks. Yes, as well as doing uh, some uh, cool talks and getting like doing his normal thing of being ultra nice and chatting with people. And also, I'm sure he's going to have some fun stories to tell about Shatner as well. Oh man, yeah. forever about stories about Shatner. Yeah, and the Power Rangers are going. Yes, yeah. the Power Rangers. Yeah, are. Power Rangers. We're also being joined by uh, Doug McCarthy, who's a senior special effects technician on a like a whole huge plethora of films, which I'm looking forward to speak to. We're also being joined by Martin Ballantyne, who Jude is exceptionally looking forward to meeting. Um, and we are uh, also obviously having a hall filled to the brim with dealers. And uh, we're going to have plenty of games and things going on during the day as Cos- well. Costume parties or anything? We are having a cosplay contest. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, cosplay contest. Uh, so if you uh, want to get your glad rags on, we encourage as many people to come in cosplay as possible. I might break out the four. I might break out the four for this year. Yeah. yeah. It's not sci-fi. Oh, no, 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 Thor oh, counts. Yeah, sci-fi hey, enough. Yeah. yeah, Thor counts. Yeah. Not Marvel counts. That's, that's fiction. I'll bet, I'll bet money someone turns up as Deadpool. I bet hard money. Like, at least three pounds. That's entrance fee. You'll that's put down entrance fee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, that, yeah, sounds really good. I'm, I'm looking forward to going. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to be great fun. If you give me a table and a booth, you can come and sit with me and I'll rant about Discovery to you. Um, oh, Excellent. For free. Oh, one thing Don might be interested in is we've also got our back room, which we previously had as our computer game room, is now our podcaster's room. Yeah. So, so you... that could extend to YouTubers as well. Yeah. So we're dedicating uh, one of the back rooms for any of our uh podcasters youtubers anyone who wants to just use it as a quiet room to uh, get together do a pod interview each other whatever mm-hmm. like to uh, have the opportunity to do that through the day so we've got the uh creator zone out the back and also um yeah there's there's going to be plenty going on and i'm looking forward to uh, getting together with uh, everybody and uh, just geeking out. Yeah, sounds yeah. awesome. Huh? Kings Angley is really accessible, very easy place to park as well, and just yeah, uh, yeah, it's good. Um, and and there's a hotel just like minutes away from the venue as well for anyone who is. Much, 
How much is the hotel for gym? It, it's lost... Premier Inn, so it's oh, Premier Inn prices. It's it's not a lot. No, not terrible then. Yeah, I guess definitely it's... reasonable. If you booked early, it was like twenty three quid. Oh bloody hell! Yeah. 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 I think like their standard price is like either forty five or fifty. That's, That's what I was going to say. It's not going to go over that. Definitely no. not. So yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so remember, get your tickets. You can either get your tickets now uh, by going to the sci-fi-collective.com or you can pay <coughs> on the day, uh, which is absolutely fine with us. Excellent. For any uh, Deep Space Nine fans out there, you may even be sleeping in the same room that Max Gredenchik once stayed in <laughs> one yeah. year ago today. And that's the thing. If the Premier Inn at King's Landing was good enough for Max Gredenchik, yeah. it's good enough for you. He carved his name into the wall. Yeah, put yourself in, see if you get that lucky room. (laughs) If you do, take a picture, post it on the group. (laughs) (coughs) Um, Moogie. That's what he carved into the wall. (laughs) He spray painted it on the wall. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go there and just do it. Then I'll say I'm him. I'll just just send him the bill. It's the perfect crime. (laughs) (coughs) Um, so sorry, just to, I know we're finishing and just not to drag it out. We were, we were talking about sci-fi stuff and things we've seen, yeah. and I, I realised I came up quite negative. One thing I did see this month um, is Ad Astra. I don't know if you guys got to see. I really it. want to see it. See it in the IMAX. It is in my top ten films of the year. I utterly love this film. Um, it's really good. It is the most realistic. Di- um, I just felt it was real. The technology, everything about it. You and what is this? Just just a, a sci-fi movie, but not it's related. A science to fiction track. movie, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's in many ways, it's kind of like um, a, a, it's kind of like apocalypse now in that it's a guy who has been tasked to go and bring someone back who wow. was a potential threat, but except it's a deep space mission where he's leaving Earth, but he's doing it covertly. Um, but what you see is like it's basically what if EasyJet ran space travel. And you've got your subways and everything like that. And mm-hmm. space is cold and calculating and awful. But it's also been commercialized by humanity. And you see all these subtle technologies in the background that are designed to keep people psychologically capable to function, the food, the exercise routines and elements in there. And basically, in order to be able to do space travel, you need to be borderline autistic and not have emotions in the same, you know, have way more control of your, auto- uh, sorry, of your um, emotions in certain situations. I was it's a long movie and it has a lot of introspective thinking processes with through brad pitt mm-hmm. while he's dealing with things i'm trying to say stuff without giving any spoilers um the plot yeah. very it's very simple plot in some ways but it is so well executed it only had a budget of 87 million i did not believe that when i saw it because mm-hmm. it looks incredible the practical effects and stuff in there there is a moon sequence where there's basically people fighting for resources on the moon so he is being escorted by a military unit or moon buddies and there's they're going they get approached and attacked by other moon buddies and it is like a situation in iraq or afghanistan where you would have a vehicle patrol being ambushed except it's in a zero gravity well near to zero gravity environment it's stunning it's tense it's it's beautifully shot and they they've done it in the way that involves the sound distortions and everything mm-hmm. it's it, it is rapid is ridiculously good in it um and it just it like i said it felt real it feels like that's what the future of space travel will be which is both blow mind-blowing and depressing at the same time and it's just yeah, yeah. Good, good bit and if you can see it on the imax i saw it on the imax and the opening shot alone the scale of 
what they do in the shot is it's just phenomenal anyway i'll stop gushing about it just yeah i just wanted to throw a positive thing after i have shit like you films and stuff in this so it's a very cool recommendation yeah and that's at the cinema right now i think it's still in the cinema but it won't be on for much longer but if you do get a chance to see it um because it's now you know we've got other stuff that's come out like i also really recommend hustlers because it made my dick hard um but it's also really good it's a really good film that's jennifer lopez um it's got nothing to do with science fiction she's just it's just really hot women and you know being strippers but it's, it's like good fellas but with strippers and it's very well executed and mccain will ferrell produced it it's good yeah good film anyway shut up, sorry boys no cheers <laughs> all right don't worry no we appreciate that oh, but that is it for this week uh, everyone thank you very much for uh, listening i've been wayne emery i've been dominic bellman i've been jude and that was track mate I need somebody Help Not just anybody Help You know I need someone Help When I was younger Eight years ago today I beamed down with my Starfleet buds On the T-Boy But now they're all gone And I'm left all alone Somehow the transporter Created me a clone and my name is Tom And that guy that looks like me Can't play that song Help me get my feet back on the ground Won't you please, please help me And now my life is changed Here on the floor I want to prove myself By retrieving the computer core my brother disagrees, he thinks that I just won. So I'm gonna go after Troy and really make her mine. Help me if you can, my name is Tom. And the clone of mine is taking up the calm. Help me get my feet back on the ground. Won't you So with my phaser, I make a real cool pick. You know what falls for me, and Diana took our trip. But with the two of us, it just doesn't seem to work. Just doesn't work. Wouldn't matter if my name had just been Kirk. So help me if you can, my name is Tom. And I can't stay on this ship for very long. Help me get my feet back on the ground Won't you please, please help me Help me, help me You've been listening to the Trekmate Podcast Would you like to get a hold of us? Visit trekmate.org.uk and boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack. All hands battle station. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. 
I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard, and I approve this message. Tweet us at TrekMate1701. Make it so.